Hi, this is Liz and welcome to my podcast, Spiritually Speaking with Liz. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about self-care and the importance of self-care. Unfortunately, in modern day, it's sort of seen as being a bit lazy or being selfish. And that's so far from the truth. I don't think we should ever feel guilty or selfish about taking time for ourselves because really it's a selfish thing not to take time for ourselves. I was always given the old adage by Jan, um, the the, the airline analogy of put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others. Or another one is to make sure that your cup is full before you can help others. In other words, don't go helping other people half empty or running on empty. Why? Because you're taking from your own energy. And when we're taking from our own energy, then we're not looking after ourselves and we're not giving ourselves self-care. So you see, it's really important to keep your energy topped up all the time. And this is where self-care comes in. Astrologically, we're just going into Virgo today, the 24th. 2nd of August as I'm recording this and Virgo as well as being analytical I'm a Virgo so I know that very well but it's also Virgo's also about self-care and how important it is in day-to-day life and it really is on so many levels emotionally physically mentally spiritually it really needs to be done It should be taught in schools, I think, and it isn't. It's always seen as being selfish, having time to yourself. And did you know that if you engage in a self-care routine, clinically, it's been proven to reduce and eliminate stress, anxiety, depression, improve concentration, minimise frustration and anger and reduce stress, increase happiness, improve energy and so much more. And physically, it can also help reduce the risk of heart disease, strokes, and even cancer, which I think is pretty amazing. So what is self-care and how can we practice it? Like anything, it has to become a habit. And they say it takes 21 days to create a new habit, to create new neural pathways. Unfortunately, the modern habit is work, 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 task after task after task. You must do this by this time. You've got this paperwork to get in for here. You must schedule this in your calendar. And your calendar's just jam-packed and you're working from your desk and you're not getting the breaks you should be getting because you're under the pressure to finish everything off. Even if you're working from home, you'll find that people can be skipping meals or eating your meals while you're working. And really, we just end up running rings around ourselves. And self-care gets put to the back burner because we think we haven't got time for it in our busy schedule. No matter how indulgent or fancy the term self-care is, it's crucial for our emotional, mental and physical well-being. One of the things that self-care can bring to you is knowing your self-worth. If your self-worth is high, then you will be more committed to your self-care. It's really important to have a healthy relationship with ourselves and we have to put ourselves first. I can hear people all the time saying, no, that's selfish, but it isn't. Because if you don't put yourself first, how can you be of help to other people? The other thing in our modern day is a healthy work-life balance. And I think the term workaholic has has just become a norm. People 
Some people are working like 50, 60 hours because they're having to do emails and things after they finish work and it's too much. And then also people get into the mindset of, I must be busy, I must be busy, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And that can be a little bit of an ego thing because it makes people feel important when they're busy that they've got stuff to do. But that also is accompanied by stress and exhaustion. And they in turn will make you feel less productive, they'll make you more disorganised, they'll emotionally make you feel depleted. And this is when we can go into a state of overwhelm because we can't focus on a task, because we've got so many to do, we don't know what to do or where to start. I can remember seeing a counsellor, and this is one of my things, that I can go into overwhelm and then I don't know where to start. And she called it butterflying, which I thought was really cute. So she's like a little butterfly going from one flower to another flower to another flower, rather than focusing on the task at hand. A way to bring self-care into work is starting with lunch. Think about having your lunch away from your desk, away from your phone, away from emails, and then you're not just throwing food into your mouth, gulping it down while you're stuck at your desk feeling that you've got to catch up or that you can't get the break. Or even if you are away from your desk but you're scrolling through social media, again, that just it's still keeping the stress levels going, to take that time away from your desk. If you can go and sit outside, maybe sit on a a bench or even I know somebody who goes and sits in his car at lunchtime, then he gets away from his desk and away from the phones. Anything that takes you away from that. And also when you're away and focusing on what you're eating, then it's better for your digestion because you're eating mindfully And that can be a form of meditation, taking a slow bite, feeling the food in your mouth, feeling the taste of it, beginning to chew it thoroughly, carefully, being focused on what's around you. It's so much better for your body because you will breathe deeper, you will slow everything down so it takes the stress out of the equation. When you're stressed, you hold your abdomen tightly. And when you're rushing around and your mind's spinning, this is a great time just to take that time out with your lunch, deep breaths, focusing on the food, focusing on the taste, and just spending that time with yourself. It helps digest the food better. And another thing that people miss is They'll keep eating, 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 and they're not listening to the body, so they don't know when it's full. If you think when you're filling your car with petrol, it clicks off, doesn't it, when that's it, you're full. But in years gone by, it didn't have that. So if you weren't paying attention, then there'd be petrol all over the forecourt. And this is what we're doing with our bodies. We're just overfilling them when they're full. They don't want any more, but we're not listening to them. So purposeful eating is a really good way of reconnecting, listening to your body, which in turn then helps you to listen to your intuition too. I really think it's important to start living and stop existing. Life is such a precious gift, but yet we're all rushing around chasing meaningless existences. I've already said about the social media and how that can affect us. So why not limit it to a certain amount of time? So maybe half an hour on an evening after you've eaten, half an hour 
throughout the day. People always say to me, oh, I can't, I can't do that. But you can, if you, if you look on your phone, how much time you actually spend on it, it can be quite scary. And that is the time that when people say to me, oh, I haven't got time to meditate. I haven't got time for self-care. Look at how much time you're spending on your phone. It's become the modern day big distraction for stopping us with our self-care. Shopping online is another way that you can lose yourself. If you're going to look for something, go in, look for the thing, come out. Don't get distracted by the adverts that lead you here, there and everywhere. And then before you know it, you've just lost half an hour. You can take it through the day, the having time for yourself. Little things like making yourself a cup of tea and just focusing on smelling, sipping the tea. Going up to the window, looking what's outside watching rain as it dribbles down the window. Anything small that can take you out of your day-to-day is important. I've got an app on my phone. I've got an Android phone and the app is called Awareness and you can set it up so it will randomly make a sound. You can choose what sound you like. Every You can set it to how long, sort of, you know, eight times a day, nine times a day, ten times a day, whatever. But it'll go off randomly. And as soon as I hear that bell, then I'll stop, take a deep breath, relax, and then I'll carry on with whatever I'm doing. I find that really helpful, particularly if you've been going through a stressful time. As I said, it takes 21 days to fix a new routine, to get the neural pathway going. So this is a really good thing to start off with. I can be a bit slack with doing this, I have to say, but over the summer, I've spent time every morning when I wake up, which is normally 5.30, 6 o'clock in summer because it's light. But I wake up and I think to myself, right, come on, get up, because I know if I stay in bed longer, I might doze back off. And then I'll feel groggy and I'll feel a bit crappy throughout the day. So I get myself up, I'll have a glass of water, I'll make myself a cup of tea, And then I go outside and I've got a lovely little chair that I go and sit on on my decking. And I get out my gratitude journal and I'll write five things that I'm grateful for. We talked about this in a previous episode. And then I'll take it a little bit deeper if I've got time. And why am I grateful for these things? It's a really good way to get your morning going. It it really does make you feel good. So I'll put something like, I'm grateful for these, these light warm mornings it enables me to sit outside on my chair it enables me to feel happy calm and relaxed as I go out into my day so that intention makes me feel good then I'll do a little bit of meditation and I'll try and do 20 minutes to half an hour of movement of some form but if I'm shorter on time then what I'll do is I will do really focused movement. So what I mean by that is I'm really focusing on the breath as I'm doing the yoga, the stretches, whatever I'm doing, rather than just rushing through them because I feel I have to do them. Really feeling it, how my body feels, really breathing deeply. And that is a really nice way to start your day. One of my moments of quiet through the day and people laugh at me because I'm always buying hand wash because I really like a good hand wash. And the reason why is that when I go to wash my hands, I'll put a pump of the soap on my hand, but then I'll cut my hands, put my nose into my hands and smell 
and really taking that fragrance. I think it's the aromatherapist in me, smells so important to me. Then I'll rub my hands together, turn on the tap, put the water on the hands and just slowly move my hands against one another and you'll feel the slide of the soap, you'll see the bubbles, the lather starting, you'll get the smell stronger, you can hear the water as it trickles down the drain and that movement of the hands, that smell of the soap, that feeling of the water, it's just a really nice two or three minute way of self-care just taking it out of the day-to-day because at that moment nothing else existed but me, the hand soap, the water and the movement of my hands. I know people always have a to-do list, particularly when you've got kids, you'll be get up, got lunches to get ready, breakfast to get ready, has everybody done the homework, you might have meetings, emails you need to answer, messages you need to answer And I'm sure that you can look and think that every precious moment in your day is already accounted for because you're working from the moment you get up till the moment you go to bed. You've got the house to clean, you've got laundry to do, you've got to go shopping for food. When you get home, you're exhausted. But this puts us in a constant state of fight or flight. And then we start to feel the anxiety, the moodiness, overwhelm, depression, And this is another reason why the self-care is so important. It helps us to build up emotional resilience. Something you could do at the end of the day is have a bath. A friend of mine's a physical therapist, so pretty much every evening she'll have a soak in the bath because it's physically demanding work, as well as mentally, and that's her time to switch off. You could do a little meditation in the bath, listen to music, What I'll often do after I've finished work, if I've had a really busy day at the shop or I've had a lot of different things to do and my mind's feeling very active, then Priya and I will just go for a walk, just somewhere nice and quiet, on our own. She'll go trotting off and I'll just process through my day what's happened, what do I need to do, what do I need to let go of. And then when I've done that, I'll just have some nice deep breaths, really taking what's around me, the smells, the sounds, what a wonderful place it is, wherever I am. But that then sets me up in a really good mood for going home and more focused and more present for Kev. And we'll make dinner and then I can communicate with anybody and just feel I can do it in a more refreshed, relaxed way rather than having any agitation or edge from the day because physically our bodies need the switch off. A good thing I forgot to say with the baths is if you use a nice either Himalayan salt bath or Epsom salts are really good because they've got the magnesium in and they help the body to relax. Massage is a really good one. I had a massage last week as a treat for my birthday from Kev and It shouldn't be a treat. We should make these into our monthly routines, weekly if you can. Just something because going somewhere, having that time out, it was just wonderful. So nice just to get away from everything and just feel my body relaxing as I had the massage. You can do little things at home though, like give yourself a little facial. A friend bought me a a foot mask, which I thought was a bit random at first. But do you know what? They're really nice. 
just spending time focusing on the feeling of it going on my foot and the smell of it. Here's me with my smells again. But it was just so nice and just something simple that you can do with that little bit of pamper time. I often sit and massage my feet on a night. I think it's the reflexologist in me. Massage not only stimulates the feel-good hormones, but also the parasympathetic nervous system. So if chronic aches and pains are something you deal with regularly, then I would suggest bringing massage into your self-care, weekly, monthly, whatever you can do just to help the body to relax as well as the mind. Self-care really doesn't have to be complicated, as many people seem to make it. It's just all about looking after yourself. It could be simply just getting good quality sleep. You could have a little ritual on an evening where you take your makeup off with a nice cleanser, throw on your comfy PJs, listen to some music or a nice uplifting podcast, have a relaxing drink, a hot chocolate or a nice herbal tea and just get yourself ready for bed. But just that little ritual is a nice little bit of self-care. Just It just brings you back to being you, really. And that's what it's all about, looking after the physical, mental, spiritual and emotional. It's not complicated. And what works for one person might not work for another. But as long as you do something, that's the important thing. Writing a journal, sitting and reading your book in a nice comfy chair. And yes, you're going to get in your mind sometimes, well, I should be cleaning now or I should be doing this. But there will always be time for cleaning. There'll always be things that need cleaning. Just take that time up for yourself. Curl up with that book. Anything that gets you out of the day-to-day and puts you first. It's never anything to feel guilty or selfish about. Taking that time, it'll just help you to be more present, more focused, happier, less resentful. People become resentful because they're not getting time to themselves, because they're busy rushing around after other people. I mean, yes, that's a boundary issue, something I'll talk about on a later date. But I'm going to leave you with this challenge. I challenge you this week to devote 15 minutes a day to self-care of your choice. It could be doing the morning thing like I do. It could be the bath on the evening like a friend does, reading a book. And then the day-to-day little bits like having a cup of tea, washing your hands, that type of thing. Just try them, bring them into your life this week. And honestly, I promise you, you'll become more centred and focused, more confident, more creative, more productive, more relaxed, and you'll have more energy too. On that note, thank you very much for listening. I'll be back again soon. Bye.